Glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and your wallet. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can save more and spend less. And don't let anyone ever rip you off. Clark.com is our main website. And when you have a question for me, go to Clark.com slash ask. In addition, if you want to ask a question off the air, that's free. You can talk with a member of our team. We do that over 40 hours each week. At Clark.com, scroll down a little, you'll see the phone number and hours available each weekday for free off-the-air advice. Coming up in just a few minutes, instead of having a Clark Rage, we're going to have a sizzling deal for you, and it's for all of us that wear four eyes, that wear glasses, have four eyes, I guess, whatever you'd call it. And after that, I want to talk about a couple of things with toy shopping One, a new series of warnings about toys that may not be safe to have around your house or to give to someone this Christmas, and also the best strategies to get the best deals on toys for this Christmas shopping season. And right now, though, we're going to talk to a real live person who is one of the people who is having to deal with identity theft because of the massive Equifax data breach. And it's Laura from our Clark Deals team, ClarkDeals.com. And Laura is the second person on our crew who has already had a problem because of the Equifax data breach. And this is going to be repeated, wash, rinse, and repeat with many, many, many millions or maybe tens of millions of Americans who have to deal with identity theft issues because of Equifax. And Laura, you weren't expecting, instead of talking about the greatest deals of the day, you have to talk about what you're dealing with with identity theft. How did you figure out that somebody was trying to be you out there? Well, Clark, honestly, I probably should have followed your advice a long time ago, um, decided I needed to go through the process of freezing my credit, and um, got around to that this past weekend, opened an account with Credit Karma, and that's where I saw that my credit score had dropped pretty dramatically. Um, started How many to, points did it drop? Ooh, like 250? 250 point drop. That's a massive drop. And what did you discover was on that Credit Karma report that made your heart sink? Um, There was a credit card uh, opened that was just about maxed out with a a bank that I am not associated with. And they had run up, they had gotten a card as you and gotten a credit limit of how much? $24,000. Wow. (laughs) So you have a a good credit standing that somebody impersonating you could go do that that's right (laughs) and what else have you found this person has been trying to do to you um well in talking to the three credit bureaus i found out that they have been reaching out to various banks opening bank accounts in my name in an attempt to get access to more credit cards or even in one case a auto loan and so you've got you know you have a new part-time job Oh, it's it's practically a second full-time job at this point. Involves a lot of calling, placing a lot of reports, fraud alerts. 
And when you talk to one of the financial institutions and you tell them that you are an identity theft victim, do you find that that they're almost like there's like no emotion at all in response? They're hearing it so much that it's like, okay, this is what you need to do kind of thing? Um, in kind of varies based on the bank. In some circumstances, they're pretty sympathetic. Um, they're glad that I'm reaching out to them so that they can, you know, shut things down as quickly as possible. But, um, you know, in some of the cases with the big, bigger banks, um, it's definitely, yes, very cold kind of here we go again response. Now, the, the credit card that they've run up the $22,000 balance on, is that the amount you said? Uh, yeah, over twenty. Yeah, over twenty-two thousand. So, where are you with that? Are they writing that off and sending you some kind of affidavit to fill out? Um, they're supposed to be sending notification to the three credit bureaus. Uh, I've alerted the credit bureaus. They're supposed to be sending something to the bank. So, hopefully, this will be resolved within thirty days. Although I suspect it might take longer. So, do you have your credit frozen now with the three bureaus? Oh yes, I do, and I recommend that anyone freeze their credit immediately yeah because i mean the stuff you're dealing with i mean you know now you wouldn't be dealing with if your credit had been frozen but even when credit's frozen another of our staffers when she had set up her credit freeze the credit card she used with equifax this is before the data breach when she set up her credit freeze because Equifax's system got hacked with the credit cards that people used doing transactions with Equifax was also breached. Criminals were trying to use that card and ran up charges of an existing account. I mean, this thing has so many layers. What I'd like to do is, in six weeks, have you come on again and talk about how your odyssey has been trying to clear your name and reputation. And I'm most interested in how quickly your credit score recovers those 250 points. One other thing, did you tell me earlier that there's a picture of the criminal? Yes, uh, the criminal went into one of the bank branches and presented a photo ID with my information, but not my picture. So their picture imposed on a fake ID. Absolutely. Yeah, and that is so common and you can't imagine how easy it is there are all these enterprises that print up fake ids for people no questions asked that look enough like a legitimate state id that they're able to easily impersonate so i wish you the best getting this cleared up and emphasize again what is it people should be doing freeze that credit (laughs) that is so right thank you very much thanks so There you have it. I mean, we're going to have so many real live examples, and it's fascinating that among our team, we already have two people and counting who have been subject to problems following the Equifax data breach. And remember, the criminals have information on 145.5 million Americans, and the information is so thorough and so deep that criminals can wait even years and years to breach your identity and steal money in your good name. And that's why I encourage you as strongly as I can to freeze your credit files 
now. And we have step-by-step on If you go to clark.com slash Equifax, you'll see all the steps I'd like you to take to protect yourself going forward. Bridget's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Bridget. Hi, how are you? Great, thank you, Bridget. How can I be of service to you today? Yes, I hope you're sitting down. I have 195000 in federal student loans. You didn't seven- give me time. I fell down, hit my head. <laughs> wait, wait, 195000 Yes. Okay, so I'm shallow breathing. Just hearing it, that must be just incredible for you. Yes. So the good news is I've taken on a new role, and I'm making significantly more money, um, and I would like to pay these off fast and furiously over the next five years. So my question is, should I refinance or should I keep them as is? So the 195000 how much of it is federal and how much is private? It's all federal. So this is, uh, so this is grad student stuff, I'm guessing. Yeah. All right. So there was a survey recently on whether or not grad school debt was worth it. Has it been worth it for you and the opportunities available to you that are already present and that you expect to see in the future to have borrowed the 200000 For me, no. And I hope others learn from my mistakes. Okay. Well, it's not a mistake. I mean, you did it in good faith, expecting that the education was going to be of great value to you. And the fact that you have a a plan to wipe out $200,000 of debt in five years is extraordinary. And for that, you should be commended. So the interest rate, since it's grad loans, is it roughly about 6.8%? Mine are 7.25%. Okay. And you can do a refi at what interest rate have you been able to find? I've started shopping around, and I think I can get it down to around 4%. All right. Now, I want to tell you, a lot of those sites that promote that you can refi into 4 I never hear from anybody who actually gets the 4 but you may be able to get okay. somewhere below 5 Okay. And if you're not worried about giving up the protections that you have with them being federal student loans, which is the ability for you to... Uh, go into income-based repayment or anything like that, if you're feeling really solid about your job moving forward, then I would say that the interest rate savings, if you can get it down to five or below, absolutely it would be worth it for you to give up the cocoon of federal protections, go in a fixed rate private refi, and then just be as aggressive as you can paying this off. Okay, excellent. And one more question. Should I continue to contribute to my 401k over those five years? The employer you have, do they offer any match on the 401k? They do, but it's not based on, it's based on company earnings, not based on contributions. And do you have to contribute some percent as a participant in order to pick up the employer profit sharing? No, as long as, the, if I, as, long as I have an account open. Gosh, the ability for you to out-earn 7.25% in a 401k is, that that's questionable. So, I can't believe it. I'm saying two things now I never say. One is, okay, in your case, 
till you paid off the 200000 Don't contribute to the 401k. And I'm also telling you something else I always tell people to be wary of and usually tell people no, taking federal loans into a private loan. And the reason I'm violating both of my normal rules is that you sound serious as could be about paying roughly $3,500 a month towards your student loan balance. Yes, I'm very serious. (laughs) So if that is your goal and that is something you're going to accomplish, go ahead, full tilt, and wipe those out. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much. All right, and best to you. So instructive for everybody, you heard Bridget, master's degree, generated by itself, or postgraduate, I don't know if it's master's, just under $200,000 in student loan debt. Survey recently found overwhelmingly that people who have a master's degree do not feel that it was worth the amount of student loan debt they took on, which doesn't mean you don't get a master's. It means you should consider going to a cheaper school to get your master's degree. The price ranges on master's just as undergraduates varies wildly and going to one that's a less expensive school even if it's perceived to be less prestigious is worth it to not end up with a mountain of student loan debt so normally at this time you would be hearing today's clark rageous moment but instead sizzling deal time you know it's the time of year we got deal after deal after deal happening And out of left field, there's a deal today on something that you would never think is being in any way connected to the Black Friday bargains. There are dueling sales on prescription eyeglasses. And prescription eyeglasses frames lenses complete for, in one case, $6.95 plus shipping. The other, $7.95 with shipping included. So I want you to think about that. Even if uh, you just want a spare pair of prescription eyeglasses, these are for single vision lenses. So if you wear bifocals or progressives, you're out. If you just want a simple spare pair, don't get a whole bunch of fancy features and doodads on them, you will actually be able to get no fooling, a complete pair of glasses from Zenni Optical, Z-E-N-N-I-Optical.com, for six ninety five plus shipping. I think the shipping is, um, is it $6? I forget exactly. And then from Goggles for You, you need a code we have at ClarkDeals.com. You get a complete pair of frames, lenses, the whole bit, with shipping included, with the code for $7. So I think about how much people spend on non-prescription sunglasses. Oh, so it's 4.95 for shipping. So the Zenni would be 7.12, 11.90 total and the goggles for you would be 7 total. That's quite a deal, right? And you think about people go buy sunglasses and spend ridiculous amounts of money on non-prescription sunglasses with some stupid designer name on them. I don't know why people do that because you can go to Dollar Tree and get sunglasses for a dollar. But anyway, these are prescription glasses that cheap. And 
I wanted to mention also at Clark.com, I mean, ClarkDeals.com, we're now monitoring prices around the clock through Black Friday. So deals are being posted continually on there, and there are a bunch of incredible deals on televisions that we now have more and more of that we're posting at Clark.com, and Amazon has just posted a lot of the deals they're going to have available various days during Black Friday week, and they also put a big emphasis on TVs, on Amazon tablets, the Fire tablets, and in addition to that, the Amazon Echo, the little dot thingy, $29 from a number of retailers. You can see a lot of the Black Friday deals that we think are the ones that will matter to you at ClarkDeals.com. So glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas to me so that you can keep more of what you make. Clark.com is our main website, ClarkDeals.com, where you go to save money. So saving money is wonderful, but you also want to make sure you're not putting anybody in harm's way. And specifically, I want to address this to friends, family members like aunts, uncles, whatever. When you're buying toys for, let's say, uh, sister or brother's kids for Christmas, please be very aware that if your sister or brother or whoever has kids three or under, that there's a lot of hazard for them with toys you might buy where since you don't maybe don't have your own kids you're not really thinking through that if they have like a seven-year-old and a two-year-old and you're buying a gift for the seven-year-old that gift may be very dangerous for the two-year-old an example according to this year's watch list on toy safety is fidget spinners fidget spinners are something that they were all the rage six months ago, but they're still very popular, particularly with elementary school-age kids. And the fidget spinners come apart pretty easily. I've got a 12-year-old son who who likes spinning a fidget spinner, but he easily pulls out uh, the ball bearings when he wants to play with those, too. Those ball bearings are a death trap for a child three and under. Because they put one of those little pieces in their mouth, they swallow it, they're done, you know, because it's such a choking hazard. And there are many things like that with toys that you got to be careful of, toys that are, in fact, dangerous for different reasons, that there are problems that could cause eye injuries or things like that. So the watch list that you can see at toysafety.org or you can see... Uh, Uh, information on it if you can't remember that at clark.com we've got the scoop for you we can see the toys that they well they call it the annual worst toys list which sounds not very friendly but (laughs) the idea is to get people thinking about it and so just be aware and be wary if you're buying a gift for somebody's kids that things you wouldn't normally think about you need to focus on 
to keep them safe. Now, what will be safe is your wallet and shopping for toys this Christmas. The market share war that is going on as everybody, all the sharks, since blood in the water with Toys R Us's bankruptcy, with great doubt whether Toys R Us will continue as a going concern, has only raised the heat on what has really become a three-way battle through the Christmas shopping season with Walmart being king of the hill and Target and Amazon.com challenging Walmart for market share for toy sales during the Christmas season. And the three big toy sellers are all using dynamic demand pricing basically the concept of how airlines price airline tickets with prices moving up and down even potentially at the dot coms of each of the three obviously amazon is just a dot com but anyway with the pricing on particular toys changing potentially multiple times per day at a particular website it's really key that you use price tools to comparison shop and compare the prices you find uh, you can use frugal is my favorite easiest tool producer joel if you use a laptop to shop loves invisible hand which if you're familiar with invisible hand the way it works is you have this on your computer and when you're looking for something anything you're shopping for it will on its own see the search and put up its own price comparison shopping and show you where that particular item, based on what they've been able to dial through on various websites, where's the cheapest place for you to buy that item. And there are only a small number of items each Christmas that are the toys that are extremely difficult to get, and therefore it's more a matter of just finding inventory available. And one item that was the hottest Christmas item, I think, in the country two years ago, and then because of fire problems, wasn't anymore. The hoverboard. Hoverboards are back some this year, but there's a new alert from the Consumer Product Safety Commission about additional hoverboards that are supposedly safe for you to buy that are having problems with creating fires. So, gosh, that was both. Positives about comparison shopping and negatives. And there are a bunch around the country. Any midsize or large metro area has independent toy sellers that sell items that are generally more unique, many times from a smaller toy manufacturer. could be a mom-and-pop kind of toy manufacturer. And if you're looking for things that aren't the same old, same old, Going to one of these low-volume independent toy stores would be a place for you to really consider looking for toys. Charles is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Charles. Hey, Clark. Thanks for what you do. Also, um, calling you today, this first time calling, I just found you on the radio not too long ago. Well, it's great to have you here. I can't always uh, get you, which gave me a second question when I called, which is, 
do you podcast? Can we stream you online somewhere? Yeah, we have a very popular podcast, and it's available anywhere pretty much podcasts are found. And we podcast, uh, if you go to Clark.com, you can see it right away, but just about any podcast outfit has us. And we podcast five, uh, five shows a week, I think. Is that right? Okay. Okay, <laughs> I have to out, get so. I have to get confirmation from the crew here because we changed some how our podcast works earlier this year. Gotcha. And the question that I called for was cell phones. I'm sure you know how they used to be priced compared to how they are now priced, which is basically you know you used to get them almost free with a two year contract, and now you know you're paying eight nine hundred dollars for these things. So. Is there a way, I don't really want to change carriers uh, at this time, but what do you think about getting cell phones as far as how to not hurt the wallet and doing it? One of the things that I told the wife we need to start doing is start saving, you know, $20 a month in an envelope in case our cell phone breaks. It won't hurt our bank to suddenly go out and purchase one. But uh, All right. Well, what is it? What's the budget you'd like to spend on a cell phone? Well, um, if I'm going to buy one these days, considering you can't get them the way they used to be able to get, and I'd rather not spend any more than four or $500, which to oh, me is Oh, man, really you don't have to spend that much money. Really? For, for the smartphones? Yeah. You don't have to spend nearly that much. Okay. All right. So first of all, I want to mention something to anybody who's on T-Mobile. T-Mobile has introduced its own line of basically private label cell phones, a house brand cell phone. And they're selling them very, very cheaply. The brand is called the Revel. I think R-E-V-V-L, I think. And there's the Revel and the Revel Plus. The Plus is a six-inch screen. The regular Revel is maybe a 5.2 or 5.5. I don't remember which it is. And they're $200. Amazon sells a bunch of phones to its Prime members that are $200 or less. Okay. And and the Rebel, I was wrong, from T-Mobile starts at 150 depending on which model you get. Wh- who's, uh, which company do you have your cell phone service from? Verizon. Right. So Verizon is a different issue. A lot of the cell phones that are available in the open market will not work on Verizon because Verizon uses a format Verizon and Sprint both use a format incompatible with the worldwide standard for cell phones. Okay. And so with them, the selection of phones is far thinner, far more thin, whichever. And um, their phones tend to be more expensive. But Motorola makes phones that are compatible with Verizon and Sprint that actually they make phones that work on any network in the United States. Okay. And they have, the G, they have the G5 Plus and the G, is it S5 Plus? One is a bigger screen size than the other, and they're around um, retail, around 200 bucks. but there will be lots of sales on those over the next 10 days. Okay. And the, so it sounds like I need to expand my, my, my Verizon, <laughs> no pun intended, to other carriers. Well, I mean, that's your choice. How much do you spend a month on your Verizon service? 
Um, we just changed, so it's forty dollars a phone. Um, and with my dad, my stepmom, my wife, and my niece on the same one. So, so you're doing the one sixty a month for uh, four lines of unlimited. Yeah, yeah, that's a great deal. Okay, that really is a great deal, and and so the the phones are the only tough part. Any of the four of you iPhone people? Um, the the fifth one that we just added is an iPhone user. Okay, so if you need a new iPhone, the real sweet spot in the market for iPhone customers is the 7, Uh the iPhone 7 and 7 Plus. Okay. Because Apple is using that as kind of like their bargain phone before they were using the SE, Uh but now the 7 is really filling that place in their lineup. Okay. But I'll tell you, the Motorola phones have been real crowd-pleasers for those of you that are Android-oriented. And again, it's the Moto G5 Plus and G5S Plus or GS5. I forget which way they, where the S goes. And they are probably the perfect combo of both a good price and a good quality build phone that gets you down around that $200 figure. But Amazon Prime members can do it for even less but you have to have G5S. But you have to have Amazon barrage you with ads every time your phone comes live. There's another ad for Amazon, something they're trying to push on you. Angie's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Angie. Hello, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Angie. You got a question for me about debt on your home. I do. We had, my husband and I, I'm 41 and he is 40. And we had an acquaintance just recently withdraw money from, it was either their Roth or 401k, to pay off their house and get out of debt so that he can just live happily. So we were, of course, discussing it, and we just wanted your thoughts. We have probably about 205000 on our house. And we didn't know if it, we know that there would be a penalty, but we didn't know if it would be worth paying the penalty to withdraw that from a retirement i would not i would not do that so you have a 10 percent federal penalty if you would draw 401k money or traditional ira money on top of that you have federal tax and if you live in a state with a state income tax you have that as well the average person will end up with a tax bill of 46 cents of each dollar you would draw from the plan Plus, you oh. then don't have that money there growing for you for retirement. Right. Can you tell me this uh, $200,000 mortgage, what interest rate does it carry? Um, I believe it's right at, I think it's at 4%. So it's not high at all. We got a really good deal. So there would be no advantage to you paying that off. Over the years, I mean, you've got another two, two and a half decades till you're going to retire. Right. And over that time period, you will, not each year, some years there'll be bad years, some years there'll be good years, but overall, you'll easily out-earn that 4% in, that, okay. in your retirement accounts. So paying on that mortgage as you go is just fine. And it would be a disadvantage for you to wipe out your retirement money. Right. So okay. Your friend who did it. You know, there are various reasons why people do something like that. 
and good for them that they feel a burden lifted, but it's not really a burden. You have that house, you're building up equity over time, and you have a real low interest rate to do it, and then I'm so ecstatic that you have so much money put aside in retirement that you could actually pull out that kind of money to be mortgage debt-free, but you're best off letting that money continue to grow and build a secure retirement for you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Katrina is a return caller here to the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Katrina. Hi, Clark. So, Katrina, you were with us with a story that was very distressing involving uh, your mother-in-law, is that right? Uh, My grandmother. Grandmother, who had been hit by one of those grandparent scams where a con artist convinced her she needed to go buy gift cards at Kmart. What was the ruse that they had told your grandma? Uh, They had, it was uh, someone that called claims to my brother uh, saying that he was in jail and he needed money and that the instructions they gave her were to go to Kmart and buy $2,000 in gift cards. And then they were going to provide um, further instruction after she had purchased them. And then fortunately, before she gave the criminals the codes off those cards, how did the ruse come up that she avoided the calamity of losing the two grand? Uh, So after she had purchased the gift card, she got back to her car and she called my brother uh, and said, I have your money. And he, you know, obviously didn't know anything about it. And that's when she realized that it was a scam. Well, thank goodness for that. But then not all is well that ends well. Because then Kmart said, all sales final on those gift cards, we won't give you your money back. Right. So we have reached out to Kmart, and they actually have changed their mind. And because, as they said, because of the extenuating circumstances, they are giving her a full refund. Fantastic. So um, I'd like for you to give her that news, and your call is so valuable the call you placed us because in addition to the fact that we were fortunately able to help your grandmom you help so many other people to be aware that this is a very effective scam where they call and pretend to be a family member or pretend to be from a hospital saying a family member's hurt or whatever and you need to make sure your aging parents grandparents whatever know that this is a scam that is very effective and to be on the lookout for it. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast of our show, I'd love it if you'd subscribe. Whatever your favorite podcast app is, we're pretty much there. 
And whether you love what you hear from me or hate it, take time to write a review. It's how we all learn from each other is from those reviews. 